forum where I get to have um, a little conversation with you. I just want to share with you um, something that is, I, I'm not going to say bothering me, but it become a concern. And that concern is just this. Why do we still, in 2019, still be in survival mode? <laughs> yeah, survival mode. You're like, what are you talking about, JT? <laughs> Listen, think about this. We are one or many of us are operating under the precept that we have to wait for things to happen and then we react uh, to this. You know, we, we, we are so conditioned that we have to be in wait and see mode and we're not doing anything to stop things from happening. We gotta wait for it to fall upon us and then we react. I call that survival mode because all through our life, we know that whatever it's going to take, no matter what storm comes our way, we're going to make a way out of it. We're going to do whatever needs to be done to make sure that we be here another day. No one, if you look at life, is willing to just die just to say for the sake of dying. They're going to do everything they can to live for another day. And this is how we go about our day to day living. And we react the same way of, of trying to uh, preserve life and to the same way that we are trying to deal with our situations that come up. Some of the things that we deal with, we should, got to, we should be to a place that we can prevent them. Um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that there's always warning before destruction. There is some sign that tells you that, you know, you need to take some actions before things get worse. Well, if you're in the survival mode, you're saying, you know, the best alternative is to wait and see for it to happen and then make those adjustments as you see fit then. And sometimes those adjustments are very costly. Sometimes those adjustments cause more pain than anything else. One thing I'm not a fan of is the word stress. And when I say stress, I'm talking about those elements that come upon you that causes your body to react in a negative way that would in some way or another cause you to have some uh, results that are not promising i.e if you know that you're driving in your car and that warning light comes on check the engine light comes on or the light come on and say it's time to change your oil or some type of reminding message that come across your screen and you just hit that ignore button to reset 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 and every time you turn on the car that's the first thing you see eventually there's going to be some problems that's going to come from that maybe that warning before is just for you to take it in and get it observed your car that is or change your oil or take it somewhere where they can look for the the problem that you're having and reset it it just might be a glitch but by you taking heed to that and going and take th um, taking it in for service that may prevent some problems later on down the road. But let's say you're one of the people like many who just see the sign and they ignore the sign. And then when the car starts uh, responding negatively or the engine uh, locks up or the car doesn't start, then you're mad and you're upset. And then you start being reminded of the fact that they did have a warning sign that went on for countless days or maybe months and you took no action of it. Then you can't blame anybody but yourself. But the stress that comes from that is now knowing that you may not be able to get around and do the things that you need to do on a regular basis because of now your car has put you down or you have to spend a certain amount of money out to get that item fixed. I don't know if we need to, if that's considered survival mode or just bad planning. 
because for now on for this next few weeks or few months or whatever it takes for you to get another vehicle you're now trying to figure out how to get from a to b you're sitting up here trying to say i have to work so i have to find a way so now you begin to reach out to different people and every day it becomes a a, a journey to get someone or somehow uh find a way to get to work when this all could have been avoided had you took heed to that warning like now mind you i'm not saying that that warning light by you responding to it quicker or later that it would change your outcome but i'm just saying nine times out of ten or maybe seven out of ten the possibility of you responding quicker to that maybe would have um helped you not to be facing situation that you would have faced later with the downfall of the car. That's survival mode. Um, your child comes to you and tell you that they're struggling with um, a certain uh, class or, or, or they can't, um, they don't understand what the teacher is saying and you're not going about trying to figure out how to help the kid or get the kid the assistance or reaching out to the teacher and find out what's going on. You just sit there and wait and then when a report card comes, the person has a low grade now you want to argue now you want to be upset now you want to try to get him help maybe it's too late in the game for that and he may or she may be set back a grade because of the fact that you wasn't responding to the first two or three times your report card came out with a negative report on it it was only till the time of the last report when you expect him to go to the next grade that you now realize that had you been proactive or reacted to the first notification of the grading system, you would have maybe had a different outcome. But now that you're faced this, so now you're in this mode trying to find a school or find somewhere they can tutor him, find a way that you can see how you can uh, continue to help the child. Now, not continue, but now help your child so that they can get in the same grade or continue with the grade, uh, the next higher grade, so they can be promoted or find a school that would accept him going, that will promote him to the next grade so he wouldn't sit back or she wouldn't sit back. I don't know if that's the wisest thing to do, but that's how we react. Some of us, that is. Let's look at another thing. Let's look at our our, our management of the monies. Um, we know that every day, everybody who works knows how much they receive on any given pay period. And based off that, they make their bills. Now, many of us, due to life, and I'm not uh, criticism or pointing a finger to anybody, but a lot of us are living from paycheck to paycheck or this paycheck to the next paycheck or the paycheck to the fourth paycheck because what we do is we'll continue to, uh, uh, what they say, rob Peter and pay Paul. We're only pacifying our bills, meaning we're only putting enough on it to keep the lights on or keep uh, the rent down or, 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 or things of that nature or partial on the car payment until we get paid and we can pay the other half or when we get paid again, we pay the remainder. We're steady juggling. And, and, and I'm not saying that's bad to do. Sometimes this is the system that we have to work with. But what I do have a problem with, or maybe for the sake of this conversation, is those that sit and spend all their money on the first week of their paycheck. And when the second week or the second paycheck come around they're broken now they're sitting there in this type of mode of trying to figure out how can they pay these bills which they let pile up due to the fact that they chose to do something else that they felt was more important at that time than it is to pay the the existing bills that they have and i'm talking about when someone is telling you that this is the time that i'm gonna go out and spend four or five hundred dollars and buy me some clothes when that could be put off to another day or broken up in increments between each pay period and to make sure that your lights are on or your rent get paid on time or your car now mind you i'm not saying that that's not the right approach to do. But if you're doing this on a regular basis, 
at some time, don't you think you're going to have enough clothes that maybe you need to focus on not paying all the extra bills and the extra charges that come on because you're paying these things late or building up a, a negative credit report with your, your realtor? I mean, they can't count on you to pay on time, so they're making money off you paying the late charges or your credit cards are making additional money because, you know, you're paying late. And, and these things kind of hold you back. But then when it's time for you to look at maybe if you didn't have a house, you want a house, you realize that you got to fix all these things up so now you're going into this type of mode i gotta pay this off i gotta come here so you're trying to figure out how can you go about raising a certain amount of money based off of the money that you have in order to catch up or clean up some things so that you can put yourself in a place where you can get a house had you been proactive and, and being responsible at the very beginning. Now, again, I don't want anybody to think I'm putting you down. I'm just showing you a picture of what we see when dealing with life. And this is where I'm supporting my thought on survival mode. We put our place our, ourselves in a survival position because we teach ourselves, and this is where we need to break, that we have to react instead of being proactive. We have to sit up here and wait till the storm comes or because of bad planning or bad decisions, we say we can make it out. We always think that we have another day to make it right or we have another opportunity to make it right. Yes, we do, but why take that for advantage when you can sit back and say, okay, let me sit up here and strategically set out a plan so that I can be above the curve this time. I'm gonna do something different in this hour that's gonna help me to be more prosperous in what I decide to do. We can take this over in our education and our development and our interaction with others you can take this any way you want because you can sit back and see how net networking with the wrong group of people will, will produce negative results versus you networking with people with possibilities people that will guide you and lead you and direct you you may find better outcomes with them because they teach you how to look at things from a different perspective most of the time you surround people that have negative mindset they're going to teach you how to be in that survival mode wait till things come the best thing that you can look at is how you are able to come out of your current situation without many or no scars Survival mode brings a lot of scars because it brings on additional stress that you don't want to encounter. And most of us realize when stress is high, we have other problems that come with that. And namely, it's probably your health. Most people would have um, who have never had blood pressure, but because they've been resigned and living in the survival mode, eventually when those stress levels get too high, their body goes into a shutdown or it starts to react and then boom. I'm not saying I solved the reason how you get high blood pressure or you have all these anxiety and all these different things, but I am telling you that there is a possibility that some of the decisions that you make will cause you to react differently and your body to respond to this, which therefore will cause negative things to happen. I'm telling you, how do we fix this? Yeah, you said all this stuff you pan out. How do you fix it? Let me tell you how I think we should do. Maybe if we look at things from a different perspective, can you change everything? No. Can you adjust to everything? Mm, maybe. Maybe you can't stop things from happening, but maybe you can prepare for those things that's coming. Let me give you an example. If you were in Florida and or in the southern part of the United States and where they're um, daily or, or, or during a certain season, they receive the notification of hurricanes, you will prepare for that because there's a certain protocol that all of us follow. If you live in those type of areas, you know that you have to shut up your windows, put shutters on, board them up, board up your doors, make sure your roof's secure, bring all anything that we can get, can become projectiles and lock them up. 
Uh, you know that you need to have water, you need to have a generator, you need to have food, you need to have a, a plan. Even you also have to have an exit plan just in case they tell you that you have to evacuate. All that's in the plan. So you already prepared for that. That's that's preparing for the storm. But in survival mode is that person who sits back and wait till the very last minute to try to go out and get water, try to get the generator, try to get the board boarded up. And they usually do it right when the storm is pressing upon them. Right when they have no more uh, uh, equipment that they can get. So they end up just patching their windows or just putting tape on the window because that's the only thing they have left to do because they didn't prepare for the things to come. They were not proactive. When they first heard the storm, they didn't say, well, let me go out here and get make sure I have certain things in place. I know that you may not have bored up your house and things of that nature. You probably can wait a day or two when the storm gets a little closer, but you could have made sure you had the water, you had food, you had a generator, you had gas, and et cetera, and et cetera. So if the storm come, you would have that part taken care of. And the only thing that you would have to do is maybe the, the things on the outside. Bring in the, the things that could become a projectile. Make sure that your cars are secure. Things of that nature. Survival mode would say, you know what? Let's see what happened. I don't believe the storm is going to happen. I don't believe it's going to hit us. And if it do, we're going to pass because I have this, this, this. That's a person that is thinking that, you know what? My luck is going to carry me through. Maybe it will, maybe it don't. But what if you were uh, one that thought a little different last year that's how you thought and maybe you weathered the storm but this year the storm is a little bigger and it, it's a stronger possibility that it's going to come your way shouldn't you now think about hey well i made luck i was lucky that time but i'm not going to let my luck test this time i'm going to make some changes in your life you have to understand that we conditionally do the same thing over and over and over and over again what I'm trying to get you to understand is time to look at things from another perspective. Maybe change one thing and how have you done it. Maybe you shouldn't wait till the storm comes. Maybe you shouldn't wait till uh, everybody's saying they're out of lumber and stuff before you start crying about lumber. Maybe you need to sit back and say, well, this is the time when hurricane season is not upon me. Let me go ahead and get the boards that I need and have them stored in my garage. Or let me put a plan together to purchase some shutters or, or whatever I need to make sure that if my family have to stay in this building, we'll be set, we'll be okay, um, you know, structurally sound. And if you can't look at it like that, let's look at it another way. How many times have you been around people that are negative, who have no intention or I don't have any way to look at anything positive, but yet you still hooked up with them when you could sit back and maybe introduce yourself to someone that you see is more promising. Maybe you can see someone that is going in another direction. Maybe you could be around somebody that will have you to start looking at things from another perspective. Somebody that may educate you on a reason to change, motivate you for to look at things from another perspective. What if, not saying that you have to disconnect from those people, but maybe you need to surround yourself around a group of people that maybe would, would spark a new interest in you. I believe everybody's trying to learn something. I believe everybody's trying to change maybe the outcome that they're facing. Survival mode is a killer. It's a killer to me. It is. Because I believe when you're survival mode, you have a certain mindset. And that mindset is, hey, wait and see. We can't be wait and see, especially if we want to be prosperous, especially if we want to see things through a different perspective, especially if we want to reach the stars. We can't wait and see. We have to go out and sometime take that first step forward. The first step forward to change. And I would say one of the first steps that I would do is learn how to observe my current situation. And I'm from a critical eye. I'm saying, look at it how you've been living your life and say, if there's one thing I would change, it would be this. 
and then answer the question, why would you change it? And if you change it, what would you change it to? These are the kind of conversation that you need to have with yourself. Always be open for self-evaluation. Always be open to challenge yourself to new perspectives and new possibilities. Look at yourself now, whatever age you are, and give yourself some type of goal. By this time, I want to achieve this. Then you have to go back and be real with yourself. Make realistic goals. Don't sit up here and say, I want to be an engineer when you know you can't add. That's crazy. But what if you said, if I can't be an engineer, I'm going to be a helper to an engineer. I'm going to do whatever I can with my mathematical reasoning that I have to the highest level that I can. And if I can't be an engineer, then I'm going to be the greatest helper in the engineering field that I can be. If that's what you want. Because that's more of a realistic and approachable goal. Because the limitation that you're going to run in is that you struggle with math. And in that field, you need to have strong mathematical reasoning. And you don't have that. It's not that you, 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 you can't. It's just that you struggle with that because of whatever reason. And it's okay. Everybody has limitations. It's when you learn what your limitations are and you strive to improve them or you come to the place where this is the best it can. Then look at that and then look at the scope of your life and see how the highest level of you that you can achieve and what you feel will be the best alternative for that. How can you go out and be the best you and bring forth the best goals and expectations that you can bring. And that will bring you happiness. That will bring you joy. Stop allowing people to tell you what you can become. Start telling them what you desire to come be. And with that, surround yourself around people that will encourage you, but be truthful with you. You don't need a fan. You need a real friend. One that will tell you that you have limitations. And but what is willing to tell you how you can overcome or maximize them. That's what you want to be around. Stop being around people who are in survival mode, who sit there and wait for things to come to them. Everything's not going to come to you. Now, some people just, you know, just have that type of life where they got a silver spoon plant up. But most of us don't. Both of us have to strive and push forward for the things that we are seeking to become or to be. We have to continue to press on for those things that are set before us so that one day we'll be able to achieve. But the only way we can make these changes, ladies and gentlemen, is to understand that there's a must. There's a reason for change. Survival mode will have you to a place where you don't see anything but what comes to you. You got to stop. Close your eyes. You can't see anything. Now you open it, you can see the world. Think of that in your life. Survival mode have you closing your eyes and open your eyes to a surprise. But if you're proactive and, and willing to see things through another lens will have you to start looking at possibilities. How you can do better. How I'm not going to spend all my money buying clothes at the top of the month when I'm gonna, now I'm going to sit back and I'm going to spread out that and I'm going to buy a piece here on the top and maybe a piece in the middle and a piece at the end that I can have one full gear. I may spend the same amount of money, but I dispersed it in a way that my bills are paid and I have a little money left over that then I can take that money and I can work towards improving my credit or whatever you want to do. And maybe looking at your kid who's struggling with their whatever class it is that you say, you know what? I know I'm working two jobs or whatever, but what I can do is I'm going to try to find out the best way to help you, even if it means we have to talk to the teacher and see if they have any tutoring service. Or maybe I have to find a tutor to help you out. Because, see, some things you can't change in your life. And you working two or three jobs may be the only way the bill is getting paid. I understand that. 
but there might be a chance that you can reach out to the teacher, explain the situation, and maybe the teacher will help you to help him. And maybe because the teacher knows your situation, she'll begin to take the time, a little extra time, to maybe pinpoint some of the things that he's struggling with or she's struggling with. You never know until you start being active. And I tell you one thing I do know. Most people who have uh, children that are struggling in certain areas, when they let the teacher know that, you know, they're, you're doing everything you can at this house and you ask them for any help they can, the teacher usually bends over a little bit more and give you a little help. Now, that's not in all cases, but when they see that a parent or the kid is trying, nine times out of 10, well, maybe I need to change that, seven times out of 10, you might have a teacher that was willing to help this child a little bit more as long as they're seeing don't find or don't be like the survival mode and wait till the action comes where the kid has the lowest grade possible at the end of the semester where now you can't do anything and this kid may have to repeat this class or that grade because of it. Do what you can now by seeing your kids. Spend time with them. Ask them questions about how they're going to school. Don't let them bring the report card to you. Find out when the progress report. Look at the progress report and say, hey, listen, I see there's an area of concern here. What can we do to fix it? Are you studying? Are you doing what you need to be doing? I'll tell you what, I know I work three jobs, but come Saturday when my day off, I need to see what you're putting out or what are you submitting on Monday. So at least I know that if I don't do anything, I have my eye on your work. And believe it or not that's a proactive move that move there changes from survival and it lets the kid know that you are aware of his performance you know what he's pushing in because you're making him now be responsible for his action um, and then to say about the hurricane as i mentioned if you don't start making changes and how you're dealing with your life and no matter using the hurricane for example you can use anything you want if you wait till the time comes where the decision that you make to, to preserve or secure your yourself or, or your home or whatever, it may be too late because the very tools that you need have been taken away, have been erased, have been used up. Now you're faced to, to try to uh, go into panic mode, trying to figure out how to resolve a problem that there is no solution to fix because the decision that you're going to make is going to be hasty, it's not going to be well thought out, and it's going to cause more problems than anything else. I'm just saying, stop allowing the, the pressure of this world to have you to push back in a box and wait for the things to fall upon you. See them, seize them, deal with it. And I'm not saying that in some cases you have to wait until it happens. Yes, but don't make that the norm. Don't make that your everyday thing, waiting for the storm to blow in and then react. Start looking at it. How many times do you walk outside without an umbrella when it's raining? Most time you don't. You put the, rain, uh, put the umbrella over your head and you go about your business. Now, there are some times when you have no other choice but go out in the rain because you don't have an umbrella. You don't have rain gear. You left it at another place or it was damaged in that storm and you forgot to pick it up. What do you do then? You throw something over your head and you run to your car or wherever you are. But that's making an adjustment. In that case then, yeah, maybe I could have planned for that. But I guarantee you, you remind yourself that you made that mistake. Because when you got wet and you on that bus or in that car, you sit there and say, man, if I only got me an umbrella. When I get off to work, I'm going to buy me an umbrella. And you do. And guess what happens? The next time it rains, you have an umbrella to keep you dry. You made that adjustment. Was it after that, that mode? Yes. You was in survival mode because you had to find a way to try to keep yourself as dry as possible. But now that you learn from your mistake or not preparing, you now prepare for the future. So the first thing you did is when you had an opportunity was to go buy your raincoat, buy your rain equipment and buy you an umbrella. 
So when it is raining, at least you know most of your body can be dry if you put on the umbrella. All yourself can be dry if you put on the whole rain gear. That's proactive. That's weathering the storm. For the first time, you moved out of survival mode and you went into strategic planning. And you see by strategic planning, when the time came for execution, you was equipped to move forward. I'm just saying. Survival mode. I have some more that I'll be talking about, but I just want to have a little moment with you to, you know, enlighten you on some of my thoughts and my views. Feeding a thought is a form created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provocative conversation to assist one in making the necessary adjustments as they cope with life challenges. By no means does the podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as I do. Just another opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. Yeah. That's what we do here on Feeding the Thought. Feeding the Thought is a form where just that I, I try to share some things that come to mind uh, in efforts to help someone that may be tuning in that need a little motivation, maybe need to um, improve their performance or their way of viewing things. And that's what I try to do. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're over in an organization or a school and you would like to have someone to come out and speak to your students or to a population of, of audience or and you think that I would fit the bill, please reach out to me. Let me know. Um, you can reach me at jtjohnsonjr at gmail.com. And uh, it's spelled J-A-Y-T-E-E Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, Jr., J-R, at gmail.com. Reach out to me. Let me know. Let's see if we can work something out. I would love to talk to your audience. I love to talk to you. I would love to talk to a group of people. It doesn't matter how big or how small. I love to talk. And just maybe if I could say something to them to encourage them or to provoke a reason for change, maybe there'll be better employees. Maybe there'll be better students. And just maybe you'll be a better you. They'll thank you for it. At least I know I would. Anyway, along with that, same email. Send me your feedback. Send me your thoughts. If you hear something or you know something that you would like to me to talk a little bit more, to elaborate on, and you feel it'll be something inspiring to yourself or others, please, when you email me, write that comment down, and I'll be more than happy to generate something for you. And then I, I promise you, I'll put it right here on this podcast. Hey, y'all be looking for me. I'm going to put a YouTube clip up soon where you'll see me performing this or uh, having this conversation that I do on the podcast on the videography. So I'm going to start a, a video about uh, soon. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you all for sharing your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked the thoughtful, a thought and open your eyes. Open your eyes to an ideal which stimulates the mind to take action. You are one of unlimited possibilities. Take advantage of the opportunity to create a better you. With that being said.